Hey punters, it's Sam Wood here for the Leg Up Australia. Uh, coming to you on what is a very, very interesting evening. Um, this is kind of a special edition podcast. Well, it is now. Um, originally, we at the Leg Up wanted to start a second weekly podcast that would just be me. Um, this is my format that I want to get more reps in. Uh, we decided that this was the best way of going about it. Uh, basically what this podcast design would be uh, your weekly wrap of the round recaps wraps scores um, you know basically what happened any talking points results tipping how we went as a page as a website what we tipped you into um, kind of any upsets uh, but and yes we were meant to kick off tonight uh, this was always in the plan to do that for the Leg Up Australia. Obviously, there's a little bit of um, uncertainty tossed into it when all this kind of uh, started to come out about how the coronavirus and, and, and how that's affected many leagues around the world um, and if it would af- affect us. Um, but like our codes, I think we just wanted to keep pushing and see what we could kind of get out of it. Um, Originally, we weren't going to do it. Originally, we thought, oh, well, you know, what? There's plenty to recap tonight, but what do you do next week? What do you talk about next week? What's the recap? There's no footy anymore. And, and that's why I think it was really important that we did bring this special edition of the Leg Up Australia podcast on what is arguably one of the darkest days in Australian sport. In the past 24 hours, we have the, had the AFL and the NRL both shut their doors and suspend their season. On Sunday night, the AFL uh, suspended their season until at least the 31st of May, and the NRL has suspended their season indefinitely. Now, obviously, these, forced, these suspensions were forced due to the COVID-19 coronavirus, but more pressing was the state-enforced border shutdowns that are coming into play. And, I mean, not only does this allow teams not to be able to travel interstate to play each other uh, in both cases, but uh, in the NRL's case, this denies any notion of an isolated regional format of the season where they were planning on relocating all 16 teams and staff to a, I don't know, a regional facility in far north Queensland um, to play out basically a hybrid version of the 2020 season. We are, well, I am based here on in Queensland on the Gold Coast and um, we had word today that we will be shutting our borders um, as of Wednesday night, midnight, um, and we had early reports come in from people within the NRL, or people within the NRL system, sorry, not not from the actual NRL, but club land and things like that, that the two days that that allowed was not logistically viable for the NRL to push forward with this um, isolated hybrid comp Um And I've got to remember, these 
the reason why we wanted to put these podcasts into place is for me to be a little bit more open and more transparent. So you get to know kind of us behind the page, behind the website. Um, watching the games on the weekend, never once did it feel right. I probably watched four or five games of AFL and probably three or four games of NRL. The NRL little kind of got away without the crowds a bit more than the AFL, but never once did it feel right. The AFL looked like practice matches. We saw players walking out on the ground, you know, pre-kickoff laughing, and it was almost like they weren't really serious. It was like they'll get this one game in and then who knows. Um, but without the crowds, it really did make a huge difference. Um and yeah, it, it didn't feel right. I didn't enjoy it. Obviously, my mighty Magpies played on the Friday night um, and the Broncos played on the Friday night. So it was a double win for me um, and had good bets around it. But it just never it never felt right. And, and I don't know if it was because of the crowds or the eerie feeling of not seeing a stadium packed um, around a Collingwood game. But I think... Deep down in the pit of my stomach, I knew that the inevitable was going to happen in the coming weeks. And then half-time during one of the games on Sunday, Gillian McLaughlin, the CEO of the AFL, came out and suspended the AFL season. So half-time of the second-last game of the round... With a, with a game still to play in Perth, West Coast Eagles versus Melbourne. Um, in fact, that game that it was suspended in, the players came off the ground not knowing that their not only was their season up in the air, but their careers had possibly, um, you know, there may be changes to their livelihood. The NRL obviously came out and followed suit today. Um and and what what comes from the NRL tomorrow? Uh, this is Monday night, the twenty third of March. What comes from the NRL tomorrow? I I have no idea. From the fallout of the AFL's call yesterday, uh, today, upwards of eighty percent of AFL staff and club staff have been stood down. Now. The AFL, although a large enterprise, doesn't hold a whole heap of staff for a big, big, big company. But the clubs, 18 clubs, trainers, coaches, physios, medicos, reception, admin, membership, sponsorship, sales departments. These clubs are big businesses with large staff. Upwards of 80% of them have been stood down today. Now, I feel for them. Um, You know, I'm sure a lot of you listening to this uh, are going through your own situations throughout this coronavirus. But uh, as of tomorrow, the 23rd of March, Tuesday, um, the clubs have up until close business tomorrow to organise remote programs for players as they need to isolate their their clubs, their home ground, their bases from then on. Now, 80%. It's devastating. And I'll tell you something that may hit home uh, 
may make it hit home a little bit more. A lot of those people that were let go today have only ever known, and, and we've spoken to some more through the traps. I haven't actually spoken, myself haven't actually spoken to any one from Clubland directly, but some of these people have, have only ever known footy clubs or the AFL. Uh, it's been their job for 20, 30 years. Uh, it's been a part of their lives or they've been a part of footy landscape for their entire lives. Um and of those 80%, I don't know how many come back to the clubs. The AFL may take years to recover from this, hence why these staff will not be needed. Tonight, the players have agreed to a 50% pay cut. That's just come through. Um, but that's the start of such a big big rebuild and the game as we know it may never ever be the same if it is to be the same um, for both codes be very aware that these changes to our national league will be stuck with with the codes for years to come we're going to be looking at a different game for many years to come and I, I suppose what's starting to come from the fallout, and, and I'm not a huge fan of some of these um, gossip sports sites, but some of these NRL and AFL clubs may not survive this. You know, Manly and Penrith have already been thrown around um, regarding their survival over the next six months and what the twenty, what the remainder of the twenty twenty season looks like, but also what the twenty twenty one season looks like. A report in the Daily Telegraph on Monday suggested that Penrith would be dragged to the financial brink, with the Panthers anticipating a forty million dollar loss over the next six months without footy. And what about the expansion clubs in the AFL? The GWS Giants and the Gold Coast Suns. After this weekend's games, it looks like we're looking at both bookends of the league. Um, the Suns went out there and although were quite impressive in the preseason uh, competition, came out and showed not a lot, a little bit of improvement, but not a lot from 2019. The Giants, on the other hand, um, who I picked to finish on top of the table, look like they're going to do exactly that. Um, But how do those clubs survive? Now, this is... I haven't checked this. But supposedly, and I think I saw this on AFL 360, supposedly the... The Suns were propped nearly $25 million last year um, from the AFL. $25 million pumped into them last year. They won't have that this year. They won't have that next year. They won't have that the year after. So, I mean, this club won't survive. Look, we wanted this weekly episode to be a little more personal. One-on-one, um, it's just me most of the time. We will have a few interviews. We've got a few blokes that are going to call in. Um, 
each week our main podcast will still be myself and Pat talking about the punt but this is kind of a little bit more opinion a little bit more um, of my personal piece now we decided I'd do this each week to share more of me as this is the format that I want to excel in this kind of podcast vlogcast scape um, so I, I've kind of made a promise that I'm going to be as open to you all as possible and Make sure you hit us up. You can email me, um, thelegupaustralia at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Instagram, at the Leg Up Australia, our Facebook page, of course, and on Twitter, the Leg Up Oz, A-U-S. Um, but I have my own business. Uh, funnily enough, I've actually been in business for 10 years as of last week. Um, it's a small-ish family business um i'm harvesting it with my old man and uh we've been going for 10 years which is in any other realm it would be a huge achievement in what is um one of australia's most cutthroat and overly flooded industries um but Coming into this year, I knew this would be one of our hardest years. Um, it, it it just was shaping up to be that. We had a new product coming in. We knew this would kind of change us a little bit, kind of pop us a bit more into an upward trajectory. But, you know, two weeks ago, we didn't even see this coming. You know, I've got staff. They've got families. I've got my own family. A lot of you guys know that I've got a... A little boy, eight-month-old, Max. Um, uh, and and I suppose why I'm telling you this stuff is because uh, not many of us are exempt from this hardship and what we're going through. As I speak to you, a lot of you are going to be sitting there nodding your head going, yeah, I'm in that exact same boat. Or, yeah, mate, I'm... I've been laid off or I've been stood down and I don't know where my future's at. And, and, and I will tell you, I'm, I am very much the same. doesn't matter if you're at the top or the bottom, this kind of thing is just a straight sweep. If you don't have a lot of savings, this thing can absolutely shut your business down overnight. Um, and look, so many people have said to me, oh, we're all in the same boat. And it's, it pissed me off a little bit to start with. Um, but I did think about it more and, and I have thought about it more since. And we are. We are in the same boat. And some of us will get through this and some of us won't. But you need to know that everybody else is going through a similar situation. Not many times in life where everybody is going through what you're going through. Um, look, and, and it, I understand the focus should be on our health and our safety for ourselves and our family and, and you know, what we do for a crust and what happens next and where our next paycheck comes from is, is, is important. And I suppose why I'm saying this is to be fully honest, it never really hit me last week. 
and I'm making the hardest decisions that I've ever had for my business and my life this week. But I think it never hit me last week because I was so excited for round one of the AFL to start. And I'm sure a lot of you are going to be listening and going, fucking idiot, like, you know, you don't know what's happening with your livelihood, yet you're still pumped to see the Pies play on Friday night. Well, I bet you the same amount of you listening to this going, I was the same. You know? I was pumped. <laughs> I was excited to see if Canterbury were going to bounce back. You know, they nearly got para round one, you know. I just... I think that we are so heavily invested in the sports that we love and the leagues that we love that makes life, the other bit of life, a little bit easier. And we don't have that now. And that's that's okay. You know, that that's all right. We'll move forward. Um, but I want to thank the leagues and their leaders. Um, Todd Greenberg, Gillan McLaughlin, and Peter Volandis and, and, and many others. Like, you got to think, there was blokes that were sitting around tables f- for hours over the last couple of nights, sleepless nights, um, that pushed on for these leagues, not even knowing their own futures. There's blokes that could have been, you know, a huge part of these decisions that don't have a job today or might not have a job tomorrow. But, I thank you for trying to bring us the games that we love in a time where we need them more than ever. And I hope this hasn't been a, a ramble. You know, it's my first go at having it's my first time at having a go at doing something like this by myself and and so far I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I hope you have too, but I will say one thing before I finish up. Thank fuck we have racing. (laughs) As absolute consistencies in our life, like the AFL and the NRL have been our whole lives, since I can remember, fell today. Today, New South Wales Racing, Racing Victoria and QR, so Queensland Racing, have all come out and said in a firm statement, we are not shutting down. They will stand for as long as they can, and I can't be more thankful that they have come out and said that because it's kind of put a bit of a, not a light at the end of the tunnel, but a light at the end of this tunnel, which is this week. I know a lot of you are going to go through some really hard shit this week, um, but I want you to know you got the races this weekend. you got something to look forward to. Um, and... Obviously, myself and Pat will go through it on Wednesday night. Um, tips, insight. Obviously, we will both have our opinions on what's happened over the weekend. Uh, he'll have a listen to this and we'll try not to go over and repeat too much. We won't. Um, but look, stay clued in. Stay in touch with your mates. Chat about the racing. Chat about chat about what's going on if you want. Ch- don't chat about it if you don't want. Look for other things, but look after yourself. Look after each other's uh, each other. Um, I have a few. I'm still best mates, nearly twenty years on with the blokes that I went to school with. Obviously, we've got a larger group around us. We've got a tipping comp. We've got punters clubs. We've got all that kind of shit. 
that we keep together and, and keep in touch with and communicate over Messenger and WhatsApp and all that stuff. And I, I'll tell you now, some of the toughest, hardest, uh, in any other case, emotionally devoid blokes that you would know um, have all reached out at some stage this week, not reached out for help, some have, but reached out offering help to say, uh, you know, if you need anything, just a chat, hit me up, give me a call, I'm here for you. And that's how we have to be. That's the Australian spirit. Um, and look, in regards to the leg up, uh, as long as there's racing, we'll be tipping it. Uh as long as there's stories, we'll be chasing them. We'll try and get them first out there, get a little bit of insight for you guys, try and get you a bit of a laugh. Uh, but, hey, we push on. We push on. So keep supporting the page. Check out our website. Share this podcast. Get this out to people. Um, and, yeah, hit me up. I want to I wanna know your thoughts on everything, your thoughts on What's going on? Um, you can be anonymous. You can share. You can not. doesn't matter. But let us know what your thoughts on this format is as well. Um, like I said, it's a little bit more darker, but that's just today. We'll pick it up next week. We'll keep moving forward because that's what we do. So good luck. Happy punting. Thanks for joining me, Sam Wood, on the Leg Up Australia podcast, our new format. And um, I will talk to you all Wednesday. Plenty of tips. Good race is still coming up this weekend. So look after yourself and look after each other. Cheers. Bye.